0: Father, we thank you so much for this opportunity to be here tonight. Help us to uh, be very focused on what we're going to talk about and help us to really um, uh, to be able to think about these things carefully and, and, uh, and to really bring glory and honor to you in our lives in the way we uh, uh, approach this particular very practical subject. So bless our time tonight. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. So unstained last semester, as you guys probably well know, was very generic we talked about just a lot of just kind of broad concepts Uh, it really kind of focused on a big picture wasn't small picture and my goal was to give you a foundation uh for understanding how to live an unstained life that was kind of my 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 goal my my perspective my um uh my agenda but talking generally about living unstained can only go so far and so this semester, what I've tried to do is make the talks a little, uh, quite a bit more practical. Um, so far, it's, it's been, you know, last semester was only theory. It was only hypothetical. But now, I want to really move our discussions to being from more theoretical to being more practical, uh, from being more abstract to being more concrete, okay? And so tonight's discussion is really... In my mind, exhibit A for the practical. Like, you can't get more practical than this. This is huge. And so tonight, we're going to look at a few things in Scripture, but it's really going to be just more of a a talk, mostly from my end, to you, okay, about a very practical subject. And so uh, this this evening, what I want to do is I want to talk to you about living unstained in your social media universe, okay? That's what we want to do your social media universe and before we dive into this discussion i think it'd be really vital for me very important for me to kind of define for you what i'm talking about what am i talking about when i'm talking about social media what's included in that and um there's a couple of different categories that are going to be included in this okay uh, one is texting or messaging or emailing okay i'm including that in our discussion so Basically anything that you're you're talking with someone, you're engaging with someone, with technology, okay? That's pretty much what I'm talking about. So texting, messaging, emailing. emailing uh, apps or websites, okay? So like things like Instagram, Facebook, Vine, Snapchat, Twitter, YouTube, all that kind of stuff, okay? It's all game. Uh, and then online gaming, okay? That, that's I'm also including that as well. Uh, not so much personal gaming, but more like When you're interacting with people through online gaming, okay? So so let's first tackle something that's probably very important that we need to talk about. What does the Bible say about this? What does the Bible say about uh, technology and social media and talking with, you know, people, you know, through technology? Well, if you think about it for just one second, you'll figure out that it says nothing about it, okay? Technically, it says absolutely nothing about technology. But it's not that easy. It's not that easy. Uh, 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17 tells us that all scripture is inspired. It's breathed out by God and it is all profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, for training in righteousness, so that the man of God may be equipped uh, or adequate, uh, equipped for every good work. And so what that means is all scripture is designed to be practical for your life. And so even these particular areas that maybe are not directly addressed by Scripture are very important issues that we can find in Scripture. Uh, 2 Peter 1.3 talks about how uh, God has given us all things for life and godliness. Um, And he's done that through the word of God. And so we have uh, the word of God to be able to guide us. and, And here's how this works, okay? Because it's not like the Bible tells us specifically how to address these things. It doesn't. But what the Bible does is it gives us principles for living the Christian life, even in areas that aren't directly talked about uh, in in our culture, in our setting, in our time, or anything like that. So, um, and here's some principles, some passages that tell us principles of how to address social media, okay? Two come to mind very quickly when I think about this issue. One is 1 Corinthians 10.31. Does anyone know 1 Corinthians 10.31 off the top of your head? It's kind of like one of those uh, Awana Bible verses, but uh, we don't have Awana in our church, but it's one of those ones that you memorize really quickly. No? 1 Corinthians 10.31. Whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all... Do you guys know it? Do all to the glory of God. Okay, so you do know it. You just you just forgot about it. So, uh, Whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all the glory of God. Well, is social media included, included in doing you know, whatever you do? Yes, of course it is. So there's a principle that we learn that we need to do everything that we do to the glory of God. And that includes social media. That includes talking with people online or, or you know, using your phone or something like that or text messaging, things like that. So the second passage is Mark 7, 20, verses tw- uh, sorry, verses uh, 20 to 23. And that passage basically tells us this. It tells us that um, "From out of the heart of man comes all kinds of th- evil thoughts and uh, fornications and thefts and idolatries, all kinds of wicked things. And it gets this laundry list. And it says those things come out of the man and those are the things that defile the man. And so what that means is basically this, that your sin condition is more than just the external things that you do. It's more than just getting angry, it's more than just lying. Uh, it, it's, It's more than just disobeying your parents. There's a heart condition that's a problem, and that includes social media. There's a heart problem that drives uh, sinful tendencies when you do things that you're not supposed to do with social media. So so I think that's a a biblical principle that applies as well. So the Bible teaches you to think with biblical logic. Uh, The Bible's really, it needs to be glasses through which you see your role for all forms of social media. In other words, you need to put on the lens of scripture to view social media, to see how should I approach all this kind of stuff? How should I deal with it? So that's it's very important that we, that we understand that from the Bible. So, 1 Corinthians 10.31, Mark 7, those are good passages that talk about this. But there's one more passage that I think is very important, and that's Titus chapter 2, verse 3. Go ahead and turn your Bibles there. We'll look at that one for a moment. Titus chapter 2, verse 3. All right, can I have uh, a girl read verses 3 and 4? And then I'm going to have a guy read... um, Actually a a girl read verses three through six and a guy read verse or verses sorry. A guy read Titus Oh man. Okay. I'm gonna have a girl read Titus chapter two, verses three through five, and a guy read Titus chapter two verse six. So is there a girl here to read? You'll read Lauren? Okay, so verses three through five. And a guy? Guy volunteer? Joel? Okay, yeah, you can read verse six. So three through three through five. Yeah, go for it. Likewise, teach the older women to be reverent in the way they live, not not to be slanderers or addicted to much wine, but to teach what is good. They, then they can train the younger women to love their husbands and children. To be self-controlled. Okay, stop right there for a second. Hold on, sorry. Self-controlled. Just keep that in mind for a second, okay? Self-controlled. All right, go and continue.
1: Oh, well, yeah.
0: very good. All right, verse six. Okay, what? Self-controlled? Yeah, there it is again. Okay, good. Keep con- uh, no, you can't keep going because that's the end of the verse, isn't it? Sorry. Uh, very good. Uh, notice what is what is the first thing that it tells the guys to be? Self-controlled. Good. Now, the first thing it tells the ladies to be is is to be you know like you know you know love loving their husbands and to be loving their children. But what's the first thing it tells the single ladies to do? To be, what's the next thing after that? Verse five. Self-controlled, self-controlled. That word self-controlled is very important. It's a very important word. That word actually means to be discerning, to be discerning, to think carefully about things, to think carefully. And when I think of social media, that's the first thing I think of uh, in terms of how do you live a life that's unstained, You need to be someone who thinks carefully about how you use social media, how you text people, how you interact on online gaming or whatever it might be. That's the first thing that comes to my mind. Uh, When we approach that type of subject of social media, you need to be someone who is thinking critically, thinking carefully, being discerning, or being self-controlled. That's kind of the idea. So let me give you some guidelines of what this looks like. What does it mean? to be discerning. I'm going to break this down into three parts, OK? One, you need to watch what you say or watch what you post. Watch whatever's kind of coming out of you, OK? Number two, you need to watch what you read, watch what, watch what you watch or watch what you hear. So whatever's kind of coming at you, be, be careful, be watchful of those things. And then number three, watch how much time you spend doing all of that, OK? Watch how much time you spend. So, so I would say it this one. Say it this way. Watch what you post, watch what you read, and watch how much time you spend, okay? Let's put it that way. Number one, watch what you say, watch what you post, okay? Um, This is really important because you're talking to people here. You're talking to actual people. But I think we forget that. We forget that all the time. When you're making a post on social media or putting a picture on Instagram or you're making a text message even, you're talking to real live people who are responding, uh, who are gonna respond and react to that particular post. That's important to remember. Treat everything you say as if you were saying it to someone's face. You really need to keep that in mind. Uh, that's, that's, that's being discerning. Treat it as if you're talking to them personally. Uh, that's really important. Um, it's easy it's easy to confuse emotion over social media or any type of technology. Um, I, I was given this wisdom, uh, this, this advice a while back, but um, it's so hard to figure out how that person, what kind of emotion that person's trying to convey over a text message or over you know, a post or whatever. Um, we have emoticons and stuff like that, so it makes it kind of a little bit easier. But even then, it's still tricky It's still hard to figure out how is that person responding with emotion. And so what happens is we can, like, think, oh, this person's mad at me. And then we get mad at that person. And it just becomes this vicious cycle. Uh, That can be really confusing. So so keep that in mind. Uh, Don't put stuff over into a text message or social media that you think could easily be be misinterpreted. Uh, Be careful. Be discerning about what you put up. Um, if it's something you were trying to confront someone, I recommend don't do that over a text message. Don't do that over social media or anything like that. Do that face-to-face call or call the person. Uh, that would be okay, too. But social media is not the place for that. So be thoughtful about that kind of stuff. Be thoughtful about the kind of pictures you send. Um, watch yourself with jokes or pranks that you put, you know, through use uh, technology for. Um, I recommend that if you're just trying to, if you're kind of cutting someone down in a joking way, I wouldn't do that over social media. Even if you think the person might be OK with it, I would be very hesitant about just kind of making a, an offhanded comment about someone, uh, even whether they're in the conversation or whether they're not in the conversation. Actually, especially, especially if they're not in the conversation, because that would be called gossip. So so don't do that. But Watch what you're saying. Is it going to tear down the person or is it going to build up the person? So keep that in mind. I think that's very, very important, okay? Um, let me get practical for a moment. I know you guys like to do like a lot of group texting in, in this group here, which is great. I think that's, that's great that you guys like to interact and, and just talk to each other throughout the week very, via texting, but be discerning about what you say and about what you send. Be very careful and be very thoughtful. Uh, think, think about these kinds of things. If this person was receiving the text that I'm about to send to them, what and, and, and I was that person, uh, what would I think? What would I think? Um, ask yourself, is it demeaning? Is it inappropriate? Would it cause someone to sin? Does it honor Christ? Ask yourself those things. Those are very, very important, okay? So, so watch what you say. Watch what you post. Also, number two, watch what you read. Watch what you uh, see on online. Uh, watch what you hear. Keep keep those things in mind. Um, you know, sometimes people can post stuff, and it's like, wow. Again, you can misinterpret what they're saying, and you're like, this person's really angry. Well, assume the best about people until you know you find out otherwise. You know, it, don't, don't get all mad at them. And be like, I can't believe you said this about me, kind of stuff like that. Assume the best about people and just go approach them personally uh, in, in person and just kind of ask them about it. But don't get mad and just write them off and, and just and do all kind of stuff. So, so just keep that in mind. What people say online sometimes can be easily misunderstood, and, and you don't want to just blow it out of proportion. So, so just be mindful of that. Um, watch what you read online. Uh, there's a lot of stuff thrown online that's just not true, okay? I mean, we know this, but, you know, if it's on the Internet, is it true? Well, there's like a 50-50 chance it's probably not true, okay? Or it's highly exaggerated. So be careful. If you're not sure of, like, if this is true or not, check with people. Ask your parents. Ask me or, you know, or, you know, just, just get feedback from other people. So, um, Not everything online is appropriate, obviously. Be guarded. Be guarded. Watch what's coming through. Be be aware that people are out to get you with inappropriate things online. That's very, very common. Uh, if If you question it and be like, I don't know if it's inappropriate or not, here's my rule of thumb. When in doubt, get out, okay? When in doubt, get out. Just turn it off, shut it off, just get away from it. If it's questionable, if you're like, ah, I don't know if that's if that's something I should be watching or looking at or engaging in when in doubt, just get out, okay? So it's a good rule of thumb. And I I recommend this, okay? When it comes to, this is probably number one out of everything I just said. When it comes to going online, texting, online gaming, anything like that, get accountability. Get accountability. Because you're at an age where you still you don't have the full maturity to make decisions about, uh, of, of uh, controlling your emotions and your feelings and, and how much you're investing into something. You're getting there, but you're not quite there yet. And accountability is huge for your age. Even for my age, it's still, it's important, but for your age especially. Uh, if your parents are maybe not too concerned about what you watch or what, what you're you know, doing online, still, ask them for, to, be account, to be held accountable to them. Uh, just do it, because it's helpful for you, okay? So, so that's very important. So watch what you read, or watch what you, watch what you watch online, okay? Number three, watch how much time you spend, okay? Watch how much time you spend. Um, according to Business News Daily, Americans spend 23 hours per week online or texting. 23 hours Uh, that's basically 20 percent of the time you're awake 20 percent uh and that's just the average that means like more than half of the people are spending more time than that okay and that was only in 2013. this is 2016 that number has risen in fact that when the article was talking it said that the number rose quite a bit over the last couple of years well, it's been a couple of years again, so that number's probably risen. We're probably looking at maybe 33% of the time uh, or something like that. I don't know, but it's, it's going to be a lot. That's a lot of time to spend online. Um, watch how much time you spend. Uh, you need to be very, very careful with this uh, because, and this is a great, great principle to think about, you cannot build relationships online. You cannot Build relationships online. That's the way our world is going, but it's not working. It's not working. You can't build relationships online. Can you interact online? Sure. Can you get information across online? Sure. Uh, can you text and, and say, hey, I'm, gonna, you know, I'm, I'm coming to your house, or, or hey, let's go airsofting or whatever, you know? or I don't know, let's, let's play Just Dance or whatever. You know, I don't know. Sure, you can totally do that. It's great. But can you actually like, build friendships exclusively online? No. It just doesn't work. It doesn't work at all. Uh, so if you think like, hey, I can, I can build friendships with people exclusively online, it doesn't work that way. And so a lot of people are spending an enormous amount of time online, superfluous amount of time, and it's not doing anything for your social life. It's actually destroying your social life. The, good, uh, the best way to build friendships is the, what, what we're doing right now. Spending time together face to face, hanging out, uh, playing games together, going to get dinner together, or going to get ice cream or whatever, I don't know, frozen yogurt. So those are the ways that you build friendships. Uh, Watch your time online, okay? And what can you do to kind of control yourself in this? Well, one, be accountable. Be accountable to your parents, like I just talked about. Uh, Number two, though, set parameters and guidelines, or have your parents set parameters and guidelines. In other words, don't be like, well, okay, I'm just gonna like, you know, uh, I'm just gonna get like, um, uh, I'm, I'm just gonna stop spending so much time online. And just be very generic like that. No, actually set concrete time. Say like, okay, I'm only going to spend, you know, 30 minutes online today. Or I'm gonna spend one hour doing online, you know, video gaming or something like that. Or I'm gonna only spend like, you know, 15 minutes or 20 minutes texting my friends or something like that, so. Just set concrete parameters or have your parents do that for you. Uh, That's a, you wanna be very specific with that or else it's just, it's gonna be very difficult to actually make any headway in that particular area, okay? I would say this too, I would say this too. Uh, Pursue something else. Find something else other other than your technology, you know. A lot of you guys do sports. That's great. Uh, You know, do exercise, do running, do, I don't know, find a hobby. You know, I don't know, girls, if you like to, you know, do crafts or something like that, if you like to draw or I don't know, um, find different hobbies that are different from technology. Uh, Find something to kind of replace the time that you would normally use to to spend uh, online. Uh, Ephesians 5.16 says something very important about this. Uh, that I think is, is helpful. Um, Ephesians chapter five verse sixteen. If you guys want to, you can turn there. Ephesians five sixteen. Actually, if, we'll start in verse fifteen, but or yeah. Actually, well, yeah, just for verse sixteen is fine. Um, it's verse sixteen talks about making the most of the time because the days are evil. Make the most of your time because the days are evil. And what that's literally saying is you need to buy your time. You need to redeem your time. You need to actually go and purchase time. Uh, that's not something you do passively. Time doesn't just fall into your lap. You lose time. Time is like money. Uh, that's that's what the saying is, right? Time is money. And that's literally how you have to think about it because that's actually biblically how it's thought about. What, you have to buy time. You can't just uh, every second that you waste is like losing, you know, a penny of money or, or like a dollar of money or something like that. That's how it works. So what you have to do is you have to go purchase time. You have to say, okay, I'm going to reserve an hour for this. I'm going to spend 30 minutes doing this and carve out that time and let nothing else get in the way. That's what you have to do. You have to be proactive about it. You have to be uh, very intentional. And he says the reason is because the days are evil. Because this is a time where you're tempted to engage in evil things. And if you're not careful with your time, you're going to spend it on evil things. And so and that's, that's why he continues and he says in verse 17, For this reason, stop being unwise or stop being foolish, but he says, uh, be understand, understand what the will of the Lord is. In other, in other words, you need to be someone who's, who's not living in a foolish way. Live in a way that is wise. Be discerning, like we talked about at the very beginning. And the way you do that, like it says in verse 18, is that you be filled with the Holy Spirit. You be filled with the Holy Spirit. That's how you do that. In other words, you let the Spirit dictate for you, this is how I'm going to spend my time. God, how do you want me to spend my time? And... That's why it says, understand what the will of the Lord is. Ask the Lord, Lord, what do you want me to do? And then your answer is going to be found in here, in here. How do I need to spend my time? The Bible tells you. The Bible tells you how you spend your time. And so that is a very good way to begin helping yourself kind of wean off of the social media and all the different technology that we are so prone to getting captivated by and enslaved by. Uh, Find something else. Spend your time doing other things, okay? And so this is a very important subject, and it's a very practical subject. And I want to kind of wrap up our time by just putting a couple of thoughts in your brain, okay? To be able to do this, to be able to be someone who uses social media well and who is not overcome by it, you have to have two things in play, okay? There are two critical things in play. These are a must. These are non-negotiable. You can take this to the bank. You can cash this, okay? You need, number one, to be someone who's been changed by the gospel. You have to be someone who's been changed by the gospel. What do I mean by that? Well, 1 Thessalonians 1.9 says, You turned away from idols to serve the living and true God. That needs to be your, that needs to be you. You need to be someone who's repented of your sin, repented of the idols in your heart, and have turned to serving God. You have, you've, you've, you've placed your trust in Christ. That has to be the case. If that's not the case, then you are fighting an uphill battle that you will never win because you are already enslaved to sin, as Romans 6 talks about, and you're going to continue to live in sin. So you're never going to find success, at least not in the way God wants you to, it's not going to happen. But number two, even if you are saved, this is also a non-negotiable. You need to be someone who continues to be driven by the gospel. You need to be someone who continues to be driven by the gospel. And I think the book of Titus, once again, gives us a great um, description of what this is about. Okay, You don't have to turn there. I'll just, I'll just read this for you here. But um, Oops, I'm in the wrong book. This is what Titus says. The grace of God has appeared to you. And it is salvation to all men. And in what is what is the grace of God? The grace of God is essentially the gospel, okay? The grace of God is the gospel. And what does the gospel do? It didn't just save us. It says that it saved us. It said that it's salvation to all men. But what else does it do? What else does it do? And then verse 12 says, it instructs us that we should deny all ungodliness and worldly desires. And that we should live discerningly, which we just talked about, or self-controlled, and we should live righteously and godly in the present age. The gospel is what instructs you to live a life of discernment, to live a life that actually knows how to to have self control over those areas of your life where where you're enslaved by sin or, or or if it's if it's social media, you're you're captivated by social media or or you're constantly texting people, or you're constantly doing things on social media you're not supposed to be doing. The gospel is what drives you, even after you're saved, to live a life that is free from that sin. The gospel. That needs to be the driving force of your life. I am propelled, I am motivated by Christ's love for me. Because Christ came into this world, and he died on the cross, and he rose from the dead, and he's given me eternal life. He, he poured out such great love. I'm going to live my life in service to him in love back to him. That's the controlling factor. That's what drives you to live a life that is, uh, is, as it talks about in Titus, zealous for good works. Zealous for good works. And so the gospel even changes the way you live your social media life. It does even though the Bible never talks about social media, not one word. That didn't, you know, it, hasn't, it didn't come around for another 2,000 years. But the Bible does speak to it. It does speak to it. And it all goes back to the gospel, which instructs you to live a life of discernment. Okay? Uh, bow with me in prayer. Father, we thank you so much that you have given us the gospel of Jesus Christ to change our hearts, to change our lives, and to free us up from, from being distracted by so many things like technology and like social media and things that kind of pull us in. Father, I, help, I, I pray that you would convict us in the different ways that you need to convict us. Give us mercy in different areas. Give us hope. Give us grace to change. And I pray, Father, that we would be, uh, that we would use these resources in our life as much as uh, the, our parents have given us to, to to may we use them wisely may we use them with discernment may we use them for the glory and honor of Christ like it says in 1 Corinthians 10:31 whether we eat or whether we drink whether we text or whether we play online games or whether we put a post on Instagram or whether we read different reports on Facebook father i pray that we would do it all to the glory of god may that be our motivation may that would be what drives us uh, may be that Jesus Christ would be honored. And it is in, in his name that we pray these things. Amen.